It's a Would You Rather Wednesday, Fitzy. So I got a few questions here for you. Would you rather this Sunday have the bulk of the quarterback play be from Bailey Zappi or Malik Cunningham? Hmm. I yes. I'm going to go with the unpopular. One. I'm going to say Bailey Zappi. Give him and a the go. The reason why go is ahead. because. While Malik is the great unknown, Malik would have the much lower floor, but potentially the higher ceiling. Yes. And did give us like one of the only actual thrills this season, which was in the end of that god-awful Houston preseason game, his fourth-quarter drive where he ran it in for one of the few touchdowns this year. Uh, I just want to see Zappi get a full game. Like, he doesn't get pulled, stays in, he's healthy. Just to see, like, okay, you are cooking with the exact same ingredients. As a matter of fact, we're even going to take Demario Douglas away from you. So no Bourne, no Douglas. You get two tight ends. You get Parker and Juju and Booty and Rager. What can you do with that? If he goes out <laughs> Sunday and executes much. a solid game plan yeah, yeah. and, you know, throws for, like, 260, two touchdowns and a pick, then obviously we'll see that he is competent or capable-ish enough yeah. to be able to handle himself. But, uh, yeah, I just I, that's it's mostly just for those reasons. It's not because I think he's going to be way more entertaining or you know, be fireworks rich. I just want to like, give him a full game and then everyone can either say he's the guy yeah. to back up someone next year or shut the <laughs> hell up. Yeah, I'm actually kind of with you on this. And there's also six games left. So guess what? We might see both. You might see Bailey Zappi for three. You might see Cunningham for three. And then thankfully the season will then be over. But Bailey Zappi in the last two years, we've seen him play eight times but only twice as a starter. Only twice right. was it, hey, this is your game going into it. You're going to play the whole game, you know, barring injury. Uh, and he's 2-0 and in those games. So it's a super small sample size. But if he knows he's the starter, he prepares all week as a starter. He's actually taking snaps from David Andrews and not some other guy. He's not running the other team's plays. Like, he's not doing any of that. He's getting ready for the game with the starters even if they're you know not the most skilled players in the world, it's still the 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 ones. Yeah, you might as well give it to him. Malik Cunningham, I don't think is anywhere near ready. Even though he could provide a couple of highlights that you won't see with Bailey Zappi. And I also wouldn't hate if we see Malik Cunningham even a little bit more than we did in that Raiders game. Like sprinkle him in a little bit, but still have it be a a Bailey Zappi game from start to finish. So yeah. I'm actually with you on that. Mm-hmm. All right. Bigger picture, next week's opponent is uh, Justin Herbert, who the Patriots have actually handled pretty well when they've gone up against Herbert. Mm-hmm. And uh, he has a coach that will probably get fired as well at the end of the season, or at least they'll move on from. Would you rather, if you were uh, just uh, creating your own team, Justin Herbert or Lamar Jackson? That's a good one. Thank you. I mean, you're supposed to say Lamar Jackson because... You know, he, he's he's won more, obviously a much greater track record in the NFL than Justin Herbert. Yeah, he could win Herbert, his second MVP. Which is which is amazing. Yep. But if we're starting right now, uh-huh. I'm going to go with Justin Herbert only because he's a little younger. He's had fewer injuries. Yeah. And I think the coaching he has received, though I'm sure Kellen Moore has done a fine job with him, uh, the coaching he's received, I think, is well below the talent level that he is capable of. So yeah. I'd ri- I'd I'd run the risk and I'd I'd bet high with Justin Herbert. I really like both these guys. I would also go with Herbert. He's only one year younger. It feels like he'd be That's even it? younger. He's one year he's twenty five. Lamar's twenty six. Because Lamar came into the league pretty young. You know, when when, okay. when when his rookie year he was he twenty one or whatever it was. So I would still go with Herbert and I know Lamar is having an awesome year. I still just have that fear. Like does he have ten more years in him? I feel like Herbert has 10 more years in him. 
Yeah. It's hard to rush for 1,000 yards every year or 800 yards every year and still be there. I don't even have – like, a lot of people are like, oh, Lamar is not a passer. Like, I think that is – if you're really paying attention, that's out the window. Like, Lamar can throw. Mm-hmm. And uh, But I just think overall, just like sort of that – 66240 prototype quarterback who can also keep plays alive. He can scoot if he needs to. Yeah, I think Herbert, I would love to see him given a chance with like a real head coach. <laughs> like give him something there's always been something dramatically missing with the teams that he has been on. Uh I mean he has Keenan Allen, he has Austin Eckler, so it's not just like a, it's not like a skill thing, but it's just what a bad franchise that's been over the last few yeah, a years. A couple good tight ends, Palmer, yeah. Mike Williams at times like there's just some there's something super dysfunctional about the entire Justin Herbert experience to date. Yeah. But you saw, I mean, for God's sakes, when the guy got put in way back during the COVID year after Tyrod Taylor had his lung pierced by the doctor trying to give him a painkiller shot. What a start to his career. I, I, but like that game, he like went toe to toe with Mahomes yeah. out of the blue. And that was obviously before there was a book on him. But yeah, I'm I'm in on him. I, him. This I think the real nugget though there is Lamar's only twenty six. Yeah, young guy. Lamar's young, young guy. Young Barely guy. able to rent a car. Uh-huh. Just barely. But, yeah, he's had a year to enjoy that luxury. Uh, all right, Fitzy, the Boston Bruins have lost three straight games. They have allowed, was it 17 goals or whatever it is in these last Oof. three games? And uh, we saw Jeremy Swayman get benched. He was not happy about it. So the age-old question, would you rather two really good goalies or one really good goalie? I... Would just prefer one good goalie. Just yeah. give me my go. Just, I just want to so know, you who, know my guy who it is. is. Yeah, I can. I don't want. I don't want closer by committee. Mm-hmm. I don't want two quarterbacks on Sunday. I don't need a pocket full of aces on the mound. I want to know who my stopper is. <laughs> yeah, right. I want to know who my starter is. I want to know who my closer is, and I would love to know who my goalie is. Yeah, and then there's no debate come playoff time, and then you're not sure. Then you're too late to put the to make that switch. I thought they should have traded Allmark before the season started. So I am sort of talking out of both sides of my mouth now. Now that you have both, I've warmed up to the idea of just sort of starting them every other game and just rolling it out that way because that's what you have. But you shouldn't have put yourself in this position. You should have been able to free up some more money, grab another winger, and so you'd be a little bit more consistent scoring-wise. But they didn't do that. Now they have the two guys, and then – I think Jim Montgomery, like, it's going to be so difficult for him to figure this thing out. It's going to be one of the problems that he has because how do you not bench Olmark when he gives up six goals, but then you do bench Swayman when he gives up two? And then, like, how do you go from there? What's your relationship like with both of those guys? And are are they both going to be bought into him for, you know, for the team and, and for the coach all year? Like, I don't know. I think that could lead to some issues. I heard you talking with Hart last night for a bit. Over the, you know, where's goalie Bob been in on all yeah. this? Like, we haven't heard that name mentioned very much this year. Uh, no. Wherefore art thou goalie Bob? <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's odd that, like, so Swayman gives up two quickies, and he's he's See you later. Yeah. And then Allmark doesn't do much better himself. Like, no. I, why does he have the longer leash? Just because of his an statistically anomalous and fabulous regular season last year. Yeah, I don't know. And then it was weird. Like Montgomery in the post game was like, well, I was trying to spark the team or whatever. And you're like, all right, but you didn't want to spark him the night before but or the, the game before. So you wanted to spark him here by benching Swayman. He comes off the ice. It's it's 2 nothing, And he's like, what the hell was that? And then he sparked him so much that it was then 4 nothing, And then yeah. they ended up losing. So what are you going to do? Who are you going to put in at that point? Like, I don't think, you know, there's any real panic yet with the Bruins, but it is sort of like an eyebrow raise. Like, all right, you've 
all of a sudden kind of falling apart a little bit, and Swayman is just openly questioning the coach on the ice. So we'll see how that goes. Because last year, Jim Montgomery had zero, like nothing went wrong for the team until the playoffs, and then it went real wrong. But for 82 games, they were the best team of all time. Mm-hmm. And so now this year, you're getting a little, like they started out, same thing. It was like, oh, here they are, like the second best team of all time. But now you've had a little bit of a hiccup, including, you know, losing to Columbus, who stinks. It's not like you just played three great teams either on this this losing streak. If I remember correctly, though, last year, didn't they have a two-thirds the way through the season swoon, as we called it? Like they went to Detroit, got their asses handed to them. There was one or two other games in there that they may have lost or tied. And we thought, uh-oh, is this the bump in the road they finally hit? Are they showing their weaknesses, a little flaw in the armor? And then they rebounded from it. So let's see. Give me, you know, talk to me 10 days from now. Right. And and we'll see if this is a legitimate cause for concern or if they just started, started super hot and then just yep. kind of crapped the bed for a bit and then bounced back. Yeah, you're right. In March, they dropped three out of four, which okay. for them was insane. Yeah. Uh, they lost to Edmonton. Then they beat Detroit, lost to Detroit, lost to Chicago. And, and then Chicago was hideous. The Pets. Yep. They got the number one pick in the draft, and he's doing all right. Uh, would you rather, baseball question for you, would you rather the Red Sox sign Jordan Mon- Jordan Montgomery or Blake Snell? Schnell? Schnell? Yeah, straight up. He'll cost you more, but he's better. Straight um, yeah, yeah, the guy just won the Cy Young Award. Jordan Montgomery, yeah. something about that reeks of, I went on a postseason run with the right team at the right time, and then I'm just going to get fat and happy. Possible, yeah. Although, did you see the quote he had during the season when they were asking him? They are like, uh, so his wife is a doctor and they were like uh asking him like i guess like what his wife sees in him or he's like what what he thinks his wife likes so much about him is how dumb he is <laughs> he was like i think she just enjoys how dumb i am I was like oh it's pretty good well he's not a doc i mean he's a pitcher he's a pitcher but apparently he's a dumb dumb i mean they're gonna be dumb dumbs at any position but I the guess. best kind of dumb dumbs are the ones that like know it th- that they know it and they stick to it that's it yeah. i pitch i pitch I'm, i pitch i do pitching uh, would you rather, Fitzy, have two Thanksgivings a year or two Christmases a year? Oh, man. Two Thanksgivings. Yeah, my Thanksgiving's one. The, it's the better holiday. My what? one question with it, though. It's is, the. Is, well, what, what do you mean? Well, who said what? Was that Stanley? That would be yeah. Stanley Stiz Grimy. Do you want. Do you, you, you go broke having two Christmases yeah, a year. Uh, that's the only thing I you was going to say. The, the gift giving could get expensive. Here's the problem. Thanksgiving is so synonymous with football. And if it you would really... have two Jesuses, Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, I guess there would be in that scenario. You'd have J1 and J2. You'd have like backup <laughs> But if you had two Thanksgivings and you actually separated them out like six months apart, you yeah. wouldn't have any football for, the, for one of them. And then I think like then where would you be? Not not with all the different alternative and upstart leagues. You got the European Football League now. <laughs> that's a good point. XFL. That's where, yeah, that's where NFL Europe really takes over. Now, some people may think that Thanksgiving is the in-season tournament to the NBA Finals. That yeah. is Christmas as well. Yep. You could also angle it because there are those who believe that Jesus was actually born in the summertime, but we celebrate Christmas at the end of the year because that's really when winter starts bearing down and people need something to look forward to at the end of the year. It's Australia's so the, summer, or, though. Or so the Coca-Cola... The corporation may yeah. have, yeah, That's I don't know. It's just all a big mess. Hard to say. But, yeah, it is. It's hard to say. But I, I'd go with two Thanksgiving yeah, because any days. opportunity just to get together and feast, yeah. without any expectations of going beyond getting fat, cooking, and yeah, and you don't have to buy gifts. Up. Yeah, I get it. It's probably yeah. probably the safer bet for sure.